Hi everyone, thank you for joining us here on the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. This is a podcast specifically about Google Ads. So if you've been out there searching for information on Google Ads, specifically search engine marketing, we hope you enjoy the show. Uh, We've been doing this for years now. It's myself and a co-host, which I'll introduce here in a second. And we like to think we're pretty good at what we do. Um, but you can always get better. And what we try to do on this show is sharpen our skills, constantly try to improve, know that even though we do have some good skills, um, there's always someone out there better, always someone out there better. And, uh, we're trying to improve all the time. So we're trying to learn on the show. You're trying to learn on the show. And we thank you so much for being here. There's a lot of podcasts you could listen to, and we're glad you're listening to ours today. So my co-host, he is the great, I call him the great Chris Schaefer. He's also a uh, Google Ads professional, digital marketing. He specializes in Google Ads. And uh, Chris, um, thanks for being here today. And how's it going on this um, Thursday as we record? Uh, hello, Jason Rothman. I feel like I'm in the right podcast. I want to I assure our listeners that you are listening to the Paid Search Podcast. Mm. This is still Jason. Apparently, if you have COVID-19, it changes your personality. Jason must be positive because he must be sick or something because something's happened. I'm not sure. I'll have to check in. That's a good. That's a good guess, Chris. Uh, we're actually recording this before noon, uh, randomly today. Oh, we're doing an early episode. That's what it and is. And I take my cocktail of <laughs> uppers and have my <laughs> self-esteem sessions and get my pump in in the afternoon, and then oh, the ego becomes inflated. <laughs> So you're, you're, you're catching me before that, Chris, and you know, I don't think I'm that much different, but oh, um, yeah. we're doing an early it's, show today. It's, yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, it's like whitewashing a wall is all, you know, suddenly all the characteristics and lovable parts of what I've come to know Jason for um, is just been washed over and, and just very bland. But uh, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will certainly focus on afternoon recordings from now on. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, as much as I well, Chris, just like uh, Jimmy, it's getting near, it's getting near the noon hour. So we'll see what happens over the course of <laughs> this episode. Oh, goody. That sounds like fun. I'm going to have little, uh, little fits where he's just going to just start shaking and convulsing. He starts coming out. <laughs> Ugh, I'm better than you. <laughs> Ugh, I'm richer than you. <laughs> there we go. Ugh, you can listen to my words, but you'll never catch me. <laughs> There we go. There we go. Okay. Well, guys, if you want to try and keep up with Jason, you want to try and keep up with the curve and be ahead of the Google Ads learning curve, you want to get ahead with your clients, you want to be more efficient and get things done faster, I want to tell you guys about our sponsor, optio.com slash PSP2. This is a tool that's designed for Google Ads managers. It works in other networks, but guys, let's talk about what really matters. Let's talk about Google Ads because that's the platform that I believe in, that Jason believes in. It's the platform that gets things done, that brings qualified leads. And this is the tool to help you do more in that platform. You can get a free 30-day trial if you just go to optio.com. But hey, you could get a free six-week trial if you go to optio.com slash PSP2 and try out their amazing tool. This does all kinds of improvements where you can change bids, write new ads, pause losing uh, ads, and disable search partners, dis- decrease bids, and 
pause specific keywords, compare test ad creatives, manage keyword bid, optimize ad schedules. And, and it's all done in this very different, unique interface that is not the standard Google Ads interface. It's wonderful to try something new, see things in a new light, and this is a great tool to do it. Highly recommended. I'm a big fan of it. Uh, and uh, it, it, it's helped me get more done in Google Ads. So be sure and check it out. Paid Search Podcast is uh, uh, brought to you by optio.com slash PSP2. Thanks, Chris. And I um, want to encourage everyone to check out our website, paidsearchpodcast.com. We have a lot of cool stuff on there. We have um, our first 100 episodes. They're out there on the website, available for purchase. We also have a link to our Patreon show we do every week right after this show, and it's as little as $2 a month. And then you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we also have a YouTube channel. So, Chris, one reason this show has grown, and it's just it's all been our audience and it's been word of mouth, and I appreciate it so much, um, it's five-star reviews on Oh, iTunes, yes. uh, Apple Podcasts, and every time I see one, I'm just so humbled again, over and over. And this one comes from Australia, and it's five stars, and it says, best Google Ads podcast. And they said, I love these guys. Such a funny dynamic, too. I genuinely look forward to each of your podcasts. Thank you for all your tips, advice, and insights. Well, thank you so much for saying that. And again, <laughs> I don't know if we're the best Google Ads podcast, but um, it's great to hear that. And we're just trying so hard every week to accomplish good things here. And if you if that's your opinion, then I'll allow you to have that opinion. But I'm sure there's a lot of great Google Ads podcasts out there. And I encourage you to try them all out because we can never get enough learning in this world. And uh, we're all trying to get better here. So thank you so much for that review. Thank you so much. Wow. So grateful and thankful and humble. And uh I think we're the greatest. Uh, the reviews say it, and the listeners, and everyone loves everything. We never get any complaints, so I'd say we're the best. I'll, I'll just take, uh, I uh, fully redact everything Jason said, and you are listening to the number one Google Ads podcast in the world. Um, today, you guys get a, get a, be a fly on a wall. You know, a lot of times, when we go back to why we started the podcast, it, it was always kind of, you know, Jason and I just met online you know, on a, on a mutual dating app. And we started talking about PPC, Google ads. And we thought, you know, it'd be really interesting to, to allow other people to join in on the conversation and be able to hear things, be a fly on the wall for these conversations. Cause it's, it's the kind of thing as a freelancer, as an agency, you don't really get to network and share these ideas on a regular basis. You know, sure. You might pay four grand to go to some two day conference and get a bunch of fake smiles and handshakes. And in the end, they never call you or, you know, really tell you anything that's of value because uh, they're trying to keep all their secrets, right? They have their keynote speakers and all that. That's great. But the people that you meet in person, they're holding back. You really want to talk to a real person, get real answers. You know, what's their life like? So today, what we're going to do is I'm going to pull up my accounts. As Jason likes to say, I'm going to get naked on the internet and I'm going to pull up my accounts and show Jason three, uh, we may get through three, we might just do two, but uh, three accounts uh, it, at the most that are unique for certain reasons that uh, have, um, you know, have unique aspects about them that I think I, I it would be fun to, to share with him. So we're going to jump in with that. And, uh, you know, obviously, 
Um, we're not going to be able to share about details about who it is. Um, so we'll use some more generic uh, terms about things that we're seeing, but uh, you know, just for the privacy of the client. But the the idea is to just talk about what a campaign really looks like. You know, like you know what this looks like, and and uh, get Jason's reaction as I kind of walk him through it. Wow. So Chris, what do we um, what do what do we have here? What um, give me what uh, just general industry am I looking at? Okay, so this is a uh, a home service, specifically a, a company that does uh, work in home for remodeling. Um, they do bathrooms and kitchens and home remodels and all kinds of things. They offer. Uh, Handyman services, remodeling, cabinets and kitchens and all that kind of stuff. Okay, so just uh, a company that works uh, in the United States exclusively, locally, with within their area. Let's say that they're in uh, they're in Florida, and uh, so the goal, as you can see, Jason, is to do two things. We have two campaigns. We have a search campaign that is designed to bring in leads for. Uh, home remodeling, kitchen remodeling, bathroom remodeling, things like that. Okay. Uh, if you ever worked in the industry, you know that the CPC can be expensive. Um, it's expensive for, you know, some home remodeling guys, Mr. I bid $9,900 on my bids, but, uh, you know, you have, it, it takes a lot of money to, to get one click for one lead because it's worth a lot. And then the other side of things, we have another search campaign that is specifically for people that are interested in handyman work. Okay. Now this particular one has, as you can see, has a budget that's a lot less. It's close to half of what the remodeling one is. Okay. So the reason I bring this one up to you is because what I want to show you is the difference in CPCs and, uh, you know, the, the click through rates, and then we'll look at the bids and the structure of the keywords, particularly the match types. And you can see kind of what I did and how it's working because I took a very specific approach to um, you know how I wanted to bring in traffic this way. So, what strikes you about this first? Okay, so we're just so for everyone out there, we're looking at our campaigns page first. A few things are striking me, Chris. First, that just the nomenclature of your campaign structures. You have two campaigns. One says it, it's clear it's a search campaign. I do that as well. I name my search campaign search, and that means if it's a home remodeler, I'm going to have keywords like home remodelers in Fort Lauderdale, home remodelers, Miami, whatever city it is, geo keywords near me. Just if I'm trying pure broad, I'm trying it there, but just regular search keyword. Then your other campaign has a very specific name. It looks like the name of a business. Is that, did I hear you that that's the handyman specifically campaign or is that the brand campaign? No, it's, it's, uh, it's the handyman campaign. Yeah. That second one is the handyman. Okay. So just critiquing your work here, just not critiquing your work. It's before 12. What I'll say is, <laughs> just so you know, what I like to do is I would be naming this just one of them search and then the other one instead of the, the actual business name of the handy land, handyman business line, I would name it um, search-handyman. And that's how I kind of keep things clear for me. I'm just saying for people okay. out there listening, okay. you can keep things very clear of that all way. All the things I thought um, you would respond to is, you know, maybe the position metrics or the click-through rate differences or the CPC differences. Well, we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. The naming. I'll, I'll thank you. For so, that. Chris, uh, <laughs> the the second thing that struck me was your columns. So, 
if you ah. will indulge me here and scroll to the right just sure. a little bit, sure. I'll take everybody through the columns. Now, let me ask you while I have you on the stand here, are these the columns that you run with on your campaign screen? Is this what you meant to have in there? Yes. Sure. Okay. So what Chris has in there for a campaign he manages, he has the campaign column. Obviously, that one has to be in there. He has the status. Uh, is there anything to the left between campaign and yeah, status? Yeah, it's, it's all the normal stuff. Budget, okay, so status. You, so you have your daily budget, status. Okay. And then the, the optional ones, uh, he has clicks, impressions, click-through rate. So let me stop me there, and then I'll keep going because it's all me. I do the exact same thing, Chris. I start off with clicks, impressions, click-through rate. The reason I do that is because those are important columns, of course. But I do that same order because... Let's break it down when we're looking at a campaign, trying to come up with uh, taking information in our brain and make good decisions here. How do you make it easy on yourself? Clicks and impressions, they directly impact click-through rate together. Sure. So click-through rate is clicks divided by impressions. So when you're looking at it, you want to have those in order. That's what I do. So then you have average cost per click. I have the same thing there. And then you have cost and Cost is based on your average cost per click times your clicks. So it's good to have average cost per click and cost next to each other. Then where we used to have average position, you have the position data, impressions, absolute top percentage, impressions, top percentage. That's what I have as well. And so I follow that same exact thing. Now, here's where we differ a little. Just like you, I do get into my conversions data, but I go with more data. So you have just the conversions column. Mm -hmm. I like to have conversions, cost per conversion, conversion rate, mm-hmm. sure. and then you have search impression share. I have that as well, but then I like to see the two variables there. Okay. Search impression share, lawsuit to budget, search impression share, lawsuit to ad right now. I don't always have those, Chris. And if sometimes if I really want to look at that impression share data, I might need to add them. But I guess let me let me ask you what's going on with the conversion columns. So with conversions, as you can see in the CPC columns, uh, you know, and, and let, we can share some numbers here. I'm fine sharing numbers. Uh, the CPC for the search is about six dollars, and I'm looking at you know of 150 days of data. So six dollars is a CPC, okay, and that's for leads in a large metro for home for home remodeling for home remodeling. Mm-hmm. Oh man, then home remodelers need to advertise on Google because if you can get good quality clicks, and I'm sure when we get to our search rooms, that's what Chris will show me for $6 and jobs. I mean, you want to talk about an expensive industry, Chris, that brings in a lot of revenue. Do you know how much a like a kitchen remodel is, Chris? <laughs> do you know how expensive those are? I happen to know. Yes, I do. <laughs> do. Do you know how much revenue that can go from the bank account of the homeowner? <laughs> to the company that does the remodel. Like it, we're Very talking familiar. tens and tens of thousands of dollars on their jobs. Uh, one time I was talking to a home remodeler. I don't do a lot of home remodeling clients, but one time I had one and, and he was saying his average job was like 40 grand. So if you can get clicks for $6, I know we're going to look at conversion rates and man, $6 clicks. And then you're racking up just sucker after sucker, 40 grand, 40 grand, sucker. 40 grand, or customer after customer, whatever you want to call them. Um, that, that's a lot of revenue compared to the cost per click. So honestly, when I look at that cost per click of $6, Chris, it strikes me as low. Yeah. And unless this happens to be in Butte, Montana, or some small, really, really not competitive metro. So it's a large metro. Um, yeah. 
Okay, then we're going to have to talk about how you're doing that and if you're sacrificing search term quality or if you're playing around with manual bids and able to get these great costs per clicks. But the first thing I would do if I was in the room with your client and you, I would tell your client to uh, tell you to untie your shoes so he could get on his knees and then lick your feet. Mm. Because if you're getting a great <laughs> cost per click of $6 for those 40 grand kitchen jobs, um, it just shows the power of Google Ads. So walk me through what's going on with the conversions here. Yeah. So on conversions, uh, in the past 150 days, that shows seven conversions. Now, this client does not want to use call tracking. Okay. And this is standard for many smaller companies, you know, where I'm, I speak directly to the owner and he wants, he has a very tight control of his phone number. He just does not want to show phone numbers. Uh, and I have several clients that, that make that decision because it's the whole, they don't want to show forwarding tracking numbers. Exactly. They do not want a forwarding tracking number with with the thinking they may, with the Google conversion tracking, they may lose access to those numbers over a certain period of time. Or whatever. Is that their concern or they just want their number out there? They want their number because uh, this client, as well as I can think of many others that have direct issues where the number that calls them back is not the same number and people don't answer it or they're confused or, you know, then they have to leave voicemail for that person and they say, oh, who's, oh, why'd you call on a different number? That's not the number I called. So when you have a tracking number, you can't necessarily call from that same number. You know, uh, there may be a way to do it, but I'm not familiar on how to mask your number. But now you're masking the number. And you, how do you know when to mask and when not to mask the number? You know, is this person coming from PPC? So all kinds of confusing things. So they just avoid it completely. And uh, as you'll see, the quality of traffic is what matters for the search. So you don't even really care about cost per conversion no. in this particular account because you're not getting all... well. This is a very interesting point because I have plenty of accounts like that myself where for whatever reason, either the clients are unable to get the conversion tracking on the site or they don't want to, like in this case, they don't want to do the tracking numbers, yet I still do my default columns and I have cost per conversion and I have conversion rate up there. And really, if I think about it, I should not be doing that. Maybe I should be naming my accounts with some kind of nomenclature that tells me what, how deep their conversion tracking goes. And if it's an account where we're not really focused on conversions because we're not doing all conversion tracking, then I just probably shouldn't have any of those conversion columns because they're just going to distract me and I'm going to make bad decisions because I'll, I'll always have that like cost per conversion thing in my head if I'm getting some conversions because that's what I do on the accounts with conversions. But if we're not tracking them fully, then maybe we really shouldn't have the columns in there at all. So. It's a really understanding client. I mean, just to let you know, I mean, I when a client hires me, they stick with me for a long time. I've probably had this client for six or seven years, I think. Uh, so, I mean, I've had them for a really long time and we know each other very well, even though I've literally never met him in person. I know him. It's a first name basis, <laughs> which is a lot, a lot like my client, any, any other client that I have, but I'll say that he's made it very clear that most people call. So he knows that these numbers represent the minority of leads that he's getting. Most people for, prefer to call him and talk to someone, you know, they don't really fill out forms. So he knows that these leads are, are largely not. And then moving to the. Well, hold on one, one more thing. Final thing on the campaign screen. I, I was struck by it struck me hundred last 150 days. And I'm seeing combined about $5,000 to spend. 
So if you take that by five months, we're only talking $500 a month budget. Are you telling me a home remodeling company can advertise on Google for $500 a month and get something from it and help support their business with that and not spend thousands of dollars a month? Well, that's actually a thousand a month. So you just, you did your math a little wrong. That's actually closer to $33 a day. I um, said, I said a thousand a month. Oh, I thought you said 500. Okay. My bad. No. My bad. Are, okay. are you got a bunch of earwax in your ear? Are you a stupid <laughs> person? I said $1,000 a month. Gosh. He's coming back. No, He's getting closer to noon. 500. It's getting I know. Okay. I know. I, said I swear I heard no, 500. No, no, okay. Dang it. You got me. <laughs> I immediately assumed I was wrong and backed off. Okay. Man, I got to pull up my pants That'd here. That'd be funny. If I if I told our our um, editor to Let's edit that to, to <laughs> change your answer to copy the the part of me saying when I said I said a thousand use that exact audio and play it over the five hundred <laughs> just to just, be right just, no I'm just kidding yeah Chris you're right um I said five hundred thousand so, yeah, a month okay thousand dollars a month thousand a month but yeah. still but still but still there's a lot of home remodeling companies out there they call their local news station. The local news station or the local newspaper, they have killer salesmen, killer saleswomen, and they're they're talking to that company and they're saying, "Look, you got to play with the big boys here. You got to wear your big boy pants. If if you want to advertise in this metro, you got to come correct with at least five to fifteen thousand dollars a month if you want to be a real company." So this client spending a thousand dollars a month that works for them. Yep. Yep. Well, and, and keep in mind, you're looking at the total spend. That's split between two campaigns. Actually, th- if I look at just the remodeling, that's closer to about 700 a month. And then the repair guy, you know, repair, uh, home repair handyman kind of thing is, you know, the additional leftover. So it's even you, less you than You know how many handymen out there that really do a good service and are really hard to find and their clients stick with them forever because... Everyone, every homeowner needs that kind of oh, service. Yeah, or a oh, lot definitely. of us. Man, can you imagine how much those guys who have no idea about the internet, no idea about how to advertise, are scared off by cost and all that kind of stuff? Do you know how like awesome their business could be if they just spent three hundred dollars a month? Like, do you know how far that actually goes? Three hundred dollars a month—that's all it takes. But you could be getting literally like two clicks a day, multiple new leads a week. And that could really be your only advertising, and I think it could help keep you employed full-time. So general point here, you can do a whole lot for your business, even if you have a very, very small budget. So let's let's dive in. I want to show you something here on search. So I'm going to jump into search, and I'm just going to skip. Uh, I mean, number of ad groups, just real quickly, I don't want to stick very long. There's 12 ad groups total, but you'll see, Jason, that the bulk of the spend comes from the top You know, four ad groups. So this is something Half I built. from one ad group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let, but I don't really want to, I don't really want to spend too much time there. Also, by the way, notice this is not manual bid. We're not on manual bids here. Right. And I'll explain why wow. I'm not on manual bids. Money where my mouth is. By here. the way, we didn't, we didn't talk about your, we didn't talk about your curvy, sexy, sultry 6% click through rate. Oh, Sure. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, I write good ads. I, mean, I throw you off there, Chris. Throw you off with some, <laughs> put some pictures in your head. You, you went, you went. Oh, 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 oh. look at these keywords. No, by the way, Chris, that's a great click-through rate. By the way, oh Come yeah, on. thanks, 
Yeah, of course it's it is. Sixty percent on a search campaign. I don't, that's a great click through. You know, I don't know. Maybe if we took a survey, there'd be some. I'm, I'm going to withdraw my my adjective here of what I would say, but maybe if we maybe we took a survey, people would say, "Oh, I judge success based on click through rate." You know, maybe that would be uh, their success for campaigns. You know, I'm just I'm just trying to rub you guys' nose in it. Is all. Listen to the old episode. But uh, all right, so look at these keywords. Look what I have here. Do you see what the first keywords tight. are? These are tight. They are very precise keywords. The the first Jeez. three keywords Gee, that represent over a Loosen third, up, buddy. <laughs> over a third of the spend are exact match keywords. And then uh, we get. Do me a favor right now. Do me a favor right now. Can I say what the top keyword is? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. A exact match bathroom remodel, which is, well, we'll have to talk about that. That's interesting. Now, do me a favor, click on that, highlight it, and go to search terms because this is an exact match and we're looking at five months of data. So let me see. Let me see these search terms here. So the bulk of it is bathroom remodel. Then there's bathroom remodeling, bathroom remodels, bath remodel, restroom remodel, bathroom remodelers. So, but the the vast majority, you know, about 90% of it is bathroom remodel. Okay, so you don't you don't have a big variant issue there. No. No, and, and what you can't see is as I said, I've been running this campaign for a very long time. What you can't see is all the exclusions and blocks that I've done. Oh, the negatives. The gotcha. negatives, uh, you know, that I've done for this. So, you know, the, the, I have a lot okay, so of Okay, so what what are you if you were like coaching me right now and I'm looking at your there's a little lag there. So now I'm, yeah, now I'm seeing the search terms. Wow. There really is a ton of them. 80 to 90% of them are actually bathroom remodel exact match straight on. So anyway, Chris, um, what, what is your general th thinking here with these keywords? What I see is I see, I see two things. I, I see very tight with your broad match modifiers layered on thickly on a lot of words and then also exact match. I'm a little curious about bathroom remodel. What 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 are you doing here with the funnel and um, all this kind of stuff? So take me through your keywords. You're you're thinking with your keywords here. Yeah. So the goal is, you know, what I tried before is some longer tail stuff, you know, and 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 that still shows up with some of the modified broad. I have bathroom remodel near me and bathroom kitchen remodeling, you know, stuff like that, geo stuff. So I have that, but what I found over time is that, you know, what the client really likes is to bring in people that are most interested in having, you know, that early discussion. You know, I, of course, what, what wow. the biggest thing that, 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 that hurts them in the campaign wise is, uh, people that are looking for idea shopping, you know, uh, pictures, blueprints, uh, you know, DIY stuff like that, where people aren't ready to talk to a professional, inspiration. Yet. you know, inspiration kind of stuff. Exactly. Research, homework kind of things where you're, you're kind of getting ideas and getting pricing. That's not really what's useful. What's useful is for him is a moderate CPC, with, uh, you know, some very focused traffic and it, and it works really well. It's worked for years. And I mean, just by the fact that he's got years and years under his belt on this campaign. And, and, and just one quick thing, I want to jump to the other one. I don't want to spend too much time on this one. One quick thing I'll, jump, uh, I'll say is this client actually had an SEO company come in. And what they did was they said, hey, we're going to do SEO for you, but we also do PPC with for no charge. So we'll take over your PPC as well. He actually let me go for about uh, six months or so. 
And you know who? BC for no charge. Yeah. That's just like, <laughs> I know. That's just like incredibly rude to people like us. Like, I get it if you want to bundle and make more money, but you just don't want us involved. Like, wait, what kind of guys? Said, okay. It, so he comes in and he's, he, he pauses all my stuff, creates his own thing. And of course, six months later, the guy's like, Chris, you got to come back. I don't think this guy knows what he's doing. I coined that. I called it, I called it the AdWords boomerang. Yep. Sure. When Absolutely. clients leave us and they don't know what the hell they're doing and then they come back to daddy and they yeah. beg and they grovel and I say, okay, let's do it again. Yeah. So just, I mean, so I can say this campaign has been, has been tested, you know, with other ideas and it was absolutely unsuccessful. Did not work at all. So I'll just say that. So uh, home remodeling is very, very difficult because um, like you're saying, my instinct would be to do a ton of near me, a ton of geo, a ton of so deep in the funnel, you you don't even know you're in a funnel anymore. And the problem I've had with uh, remodeling clients before in the past is you do that, the Google Ads manager thinks they're knocking it out of the park. And then they're saying, yeah, but I'm getting a bunch of calls for like people that want me to remodel their bathroom or kitchen for like $500. And I like hearing that you had a business discussion with your client asking him what kinds of customers he wants to get. And then he told you, I like having that early discussion with them. And I, I can see that as a business owner thing. You can get the right kind of clients, but you can also guide them through the whole process um, so I see the value there. And even if you were doing full conversion tracking and even if your conversion rate was lower because you might be catching some high funnel idea kind of stuff when people search bathroom remodel exact match, it would still be a better thing for this client with the types of customers that he wants to get. So that's why it's not always black and white, Chris. Like it's not always about highest conversion rate, most conversions. Sometimes Clients want keywords that have lower conversion rates, but when they do land a client from it, it's a really, it's a perfect client and their campaigns are real profitable. Yep. Okay. So let's contrast that, Jason, with what you see on the screen now. What you see on the screen now, which I'll describe for our listeners, is a page. Oh, again, with this, <laughs> what am I looking at? It's oh a page gosh. full of broad oh, match okay. keywords. That was my own, that was my own browser. Oh. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's a page full of broad match keywords. I mean, there. so you guys can understand what Jason's looking at. There are no modified broads. There are... Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're, you're, you're jumping campaigns here. Just finish up here with the bids on the last one. You you teased me. You said these are manual, blah, blah, blah. W what bidding strategy max is clicks. it and why? And max clicks. Why did you go to max clicks? And second question... Were you surprised that you were able to get a $6 cost per click on great search terms? So, okay, yeah. So, yeah, thanks. Uh, we're not on manual bid on the um, other one. And the reason is I, I, I drink my own Kool-Aid. I preach this all the time on the show. This campaign is getting qualified traffic. It's getting uh, good leads, you know, at a decent rate. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to pull down the, um, the CPCs now that I have control on the quality of traffic. So, the quality of traffic is excellent. You know, so what I did is I said, okay, optimize for the best CPC because I have the car in control now. I have everything that needs to be controlled. You just pull down the CPCs and that's what happened. That's why we're on uh, max clicks. So were you surprised that you were able to get down to $6? Oh, um, honestly, I don't remember what we were at before. I'd have to go back, but sure. Yeah, I mean, it did work. I don't remember So you've been, you've been happy with your max clicks experience. Yeah. 
but only if it meets that okay. criteria. You know, if you go go back, listen to 200 episodes, and you'll hear me talk about it at some point. But uh, yeah, that's it. So, uh, handyman stuff you'll see here. Very different approach. Manual bids. Okay, because I'm not there on quality yet. You'll see a lot of negative keywords, a lot of block stuff on here. Pure broad. And what I'm going for is they do everything. They just want people that are looking for door stuff and window repair. You know, everything that a handyman can do. You could think if, if you need it fixed on your house, that's what they want to call for. Because they want to be, just like you said, mm-hmm. your go-to guy for handyman stuff, you know, for your house. So... That's it. You know, I mean, it's it's a very loosely based. I want to get the cheapest CPC that I can get. Do, do we do we want to look at some search terms? Sure. Yeah. So here's the search. And I don't have a whole lot of excluded right now. But you can see, again, this is a campaign that's been running for a while. So you're not going to see. Adding a door to an existing wall, $3. Door glass inserts, $3. Interesting. Handyman near me. You see that there's very few competitors. I don't want competitors. There's a lot of longer tail stuff. You'll notice the one on this one has a lot longer tail. And the reason is because I blocked this a lot of the stuff that's just one word or, you know, like door repair, stuff like that. I don't want stuff that says just, just door repair. I want longer tail, th- you know, stuff. This so is- scroll down all the way for me. Yeah, I was looking for like handyman strippers and all oh, that. God. But- <laughs> Yeah, well, there, yeah, there's some black, there, there's some uh, unwanted stuff, you know. So this is this is very interesting. You like the broad, the pure broad match here. You like the low cost per click. We're in the three dollar range. Um, I could see if I got a handyman client, I could see myself uh, jumping in there with really tight search terms and paying twelve dollars a cost per click, at least starting there and seeing what it came in at. So. If you had never run a home remodeling campaign and got a home remodeling client and a handyman client, would you see yourself building what I'm looking at now, or is or is this really really custom to the client's it's, needs? It's custom to the client. Yeah, I mean, I no, I would not say that this is in in any way, you know, something that is exclusively um, the ideal solution for anybody running that kind of thing. What it is is a solution for this client and their needs. So yeah, it's, it's very much a, a, a custom. But you know, even, even that said, um, just looking at it, it was nice to look at. It was very clean. It was very organized. I could see what you're doing there. And um, it was interesting to dig in there. Final question about that campaign. Do you ever get anything from that client about demographics, income, zip codes, all that kind of stuff? Because home remodelers usually want Higher income. Oh sure, yeah. Jobs. We have a very specific set of where we're targeting, where we're not targeting. I don't do zip codes, but I do small community targets. So you know, in in the area that he's in, he will target specific um, areas. And then, do do you want to do the the top ten, top twenty, no. top thirty percent of income demographic, or are you basically making that judgment call for yourself by targeting certain? Oh, yeah little towns and stuff the client knows what areas he likes i don't want to leave it up to the black box of google to decide because if if the mom in that five thousand square foot house happens to be searching on the kids computer in the kids room and the kids are obviously under they're in a different age group a different income you don't want to be blocked off from that potentially great search because why would someone be low income in this great part of town kind of deal and also going back to the fact that, as I said at the beginning, this client does not have a tight control of conversions. 
I can't make those decisions if I don't have exact conversion metrics. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. If, yeah. if, if, if 75% of his leads go through without being tracked, how can I make the decision to say whether it's going to be a good zip code or not, or whether this demographic is good or not? I can't. So for this, it works for him and it's, uh, it's very effective. So that's the reason. All right, moving on here. We're going to get, we're going to do one more. And this one, there's only one that I really want to focus on because it's very unique and I want to show. So what I'm trying to do is, you know, I, I talk a big game on the show, right? You know, I'm a big talker. You know, I'm like, what's up? Uh, this is what I do. And I'm basically... Dude, you ought to be with these click-through rates, Chris. Man. <laughs> you're you're on click-through rate steroids right now. Yeah. So what I'm I'm looking at fifteen percent on a search. You're gonna campaign. you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna blow, it's gonna blow your mind when you see how this this audience targeting is working and and what I'm actually doing and how I'm getting that click through rate. So what I have here, I want to talk. Right, so give me give me a business and give me what their goals are. What this is, it's a uh, online software, okay, that's serving ads across the world. Okay, so this is not United States. This is all over the place. They have a, a bigger budget than the last client we talked about. They're relatively new. So in many ways, they're exact opposite. You know, worldwide, uh, online service only, no local stuff, you know, tons and tons of traffic. So what we're looking at is uh, an audience campaign. I have multiple campaigns in here, but the only one I want to talk about is the audience campaign. What I'm doing is I'm talking... That's what you named it, audience. Audience, yeah. What kind of... What, I'm, dude... I could never co-manage an account with you because you're driving me freaking nuts, okay, with these namings. I'm looking at the word audience. What does everybody associate audience with? Display campaigns. And then I look at the graphic there and it's it says search. pure search, not even with display select or whatever. So please, your highness, or whatever they call it, give me, get, why did you name this audience? Well, because dude? it is, it's 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 something I talked about in old episodes and I mean, I talk about things. And this that I, is beyond the stupidest thing I've ever seen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's something to talk Tell about. Me why the, you named an audience? Because this is something I talked about in the old episodes where I am targeting audience only plus broad keywords, and it's working really, really well. Remarketing on search. Not not remarketing. Not remarketing. It's audience targeting. Targeted people that are in a specific audience. And- You're really frustrating me here, Chris. I had to count from 10, okay? Please, why did you name this audience? I don't want to hear about audience targeting. That's a display thing. No. This is a search campaign. I have talked to you about this. You know what this is. You're joking. You've done this. I know you. No, the only thing you've talked to me about is is combining high funnel keywords with remarketing on search. And what is this? Oh, oh no. Well, you're going to be really mad because I do this I do this a lot for certain clients. So what this is, is I'm using broad keywords. So I'm going to jump in. I'm going to show you. Well, so first, let's go through a couple of metrics. And by the way, you, you are running a regular search campaign. As yes, well. I'm doing regular search campaign. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So this is also on the search network in a second campaign. Second campaign. What is going on here? So what I'm doing is I am targeting <gasps> broad keywords. God. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to show you the broad keywords, right? And you'll see, and you can, you can attest. These are entirely broad keywords. Some of them are just two words long. And there's a bunch of them in here, um, right? right? And you see, you can attest also what you're seeing on the screen. Every single one of them show below, below first page bid, don't they? The, yeah, the bids are like under 20 cents. Yeah. So again, 
I'm looking at keywords. These what what are keywords in a display campaign? They show up basically as broad. They don't have match types. What do keywords in a keyword display campaign? How much do you bid? A lot of times you bid under twenty cents. What is going on, Chris? Yeah. So I'm targeting broad keywords plus a targeted audience. And this particular client serves a very specific role in people that have- Oh, targeting versus observation? Why don't you just say so? I get what right. you're saying. So I'm targeting this uh, this these keywords. Why don't you just say that? I, this totally makes sense. Yeah, I get oh, it. Okay, well, well, there you go. Well, it's, it's, it's yeah. keywords plus targeted audience. And so now <sighs> I'm able to take an audience that would be- Worldwide, millions and millions, and only people that have an in-market. Maybe or, billions, Chris. Maybe billions. Sure, yeah. Um, uh, or with these keywords, you're right, millions. I'd say yeah. millions. It's it's a targeted audience. And yeah. so they'd have an interest in this kind, kind of thing, but I'm able to limit it to hundreds of thousands and then bid very, very low because the search volume for this would be extremely high. So here's the contrast. Okay, so I, I see what kind of keywords you're doing. I see your low bids. I see broad and all that. What's going on? How do you, what are the audiences? Oh, okay, sure. Uh, so we go to the audiences. Uh, I only have one ad group, right? I, I don't, I don't. On this campaign. On this campaign, I have one ad group. So it's very different from the last one we looked at. What, what would you call this strategy? If you're doing a regular search campaign with exact and phrase and higher bids and all that kind of stuff, what would low bid, pure broad, layered on with a targeted audience be called? The digital Audience cowboy. Audience targeting on search. The, I'm doing the, the digital, digital cowboy. cowboy. That's it. That's it. There you go. So what do you have going on here? I have three. Let me look at this. So, so you have... Now, I'm not going to get into what kind of industry it is, um, but I'm looking here. You have a couple affinities. And <laughs> in market. The audience list is just... The list of audience types is just constantly growing. Yeah. Oh sure, there's all kinds of. I hope that I hope I hope these people never call. Hey, here's my not number. Never call me <laughs> if you're into these kind of things. Call I'm me. Looking at these you can call me though. ChrisShaver.com. Um. All right. Uh, hold on. I'm looking at these. Okay. So what I will say about the uh, the affinity and the in market, I would say the affinity is spot on with the kind of keywords I saw. It's the exact same group. Like that's the same people. And then the the in market is it ain't it ain't that similar. Um, I mean, maybe it might be, but it, it's kind of you're you're definitely going out there. So, but look at the conversion rates. You can see I'm looking at uh, about ninety days, sixty days, something like that um, of data. Yeah. You can see the conversion rates aren't that different. In fact, one that's a little now, bit, are these leads? Uh, are these leads? These are signups for for this the signups. Okay, yeah, signups and, and you're basically tracking. You're tracking because that's what they want to track. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is very different from the handyman, uh, you know, uh, remodel because these are people that have taken action. We have a very tight control of what works and what doesn't. I I am beyond shocked that I'm seeing 13% click through rates on pure broad keywords yep. worldwide. That's true. Um, and and look, I'm shocked by that. Look at the search. I, terms. I have a feeling. Does that? We look through the search terms. Is it because you're, do you think it's so high because you're laying on the audiences as targeted? Well, it's a combination of, it's a, it, it's the kind of thing where uh, it's a consumer product. So it's not a B2B. So what I, what I do is I exclude a lot of the junk stuff that they definitely wouldn't be involved in. The ads are very easy to write because it's the kind of thing where they offer in a very big incentive. If you sign up, they can do it for free you know they can try it out for so it's free. very okay okay so it's very enticing very enticing user. 
And because there's okay. so much search for it, I have a great enticement in the ad copy. I can get away with fractions of a bit. And let me just, one last thing. Uh, we're going to wrap this up here. Look, look, the CPC has actually gone down, I believe. If I check, you can see the, CP, uh, the CPC has gone down. So I've been pulling that even further down. Look at the click-through rates. It's actually gone up in the past week. So, you know, things have gotten even better over time. Horribly cheap cost. Yeah. Click. Brutally cheap. And then, and there's the cost per conversion right there in the past <laughs> week. You saw what it was for the past 60 days. That's in the past week. You see it's gone down another 20. Well, I bet, I bet your client loves you because you're getting a, a conversion rate of like almost 15%. You're getting them what seems to me a very cheap cost per conversion. Now, I, n I understand they may not be getting any money from right. these conversions initially. And it's a it's a two filter thing. You got to get free signups, and then you got to convert some of those signups into paid customers. However, um, it'd be very easy as a business to figure out what percent of free signups end up turning into paid customers, and then we can take our cost per conversion of free signups, multiply that by the number it takes to get to get one paid signup, and then you just multiply that cost per conversion by that number, and you get a cost per acquisition cost. And then you line that up against your re lifetime revenue of a client or a customer in this case. And it's very crystal clear if Google Ads is working for you or not. So I bet they kind of really love seeing those numbers. Yeah. Well, they're they're really new to Google Ads. So, you know, it's very different from the other client. Uh, they've never done it before. Mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 super. So I, that's the examples I wanted to share about, you know, how it's working. And uh, real quickly, I got to make sure you guys remember if you haven't done it yet. Be sure and go check out optio.com slash PSP2. The campaigns that I've demoed here, that I've talked about here, can be managed very easily in this online tool. You know, online tools are extremely valuable when your only other option is to manually control things on a click-by-click -click basis. You're, you're going in, you're adding things, you have spreadsheets, you know, you try and do some scripts and some things like that in Google Ads. But in the end, what really matters is getting a tool that helps you getting things done faster. You grow, I just talked to someone this week that was growing their agency and they wanted to know tools, you know, that they want to add tools. And this is, this is what you want to know about is how to add tools to your tool belt. So the website is optio.com slash PSP2 to try it out for six weeks, guys. This is a special offer. Be sure and click the chat box in the bottom. Let them know that you heard about that on the Paid Search Podcast, and they will give you a six-week free trial. All right. Thanks, Chris. So I guess to sum this up, uh, looking behind the curtain at some wonderful Chris Schaefer campaigns, we've talked about the Lazy Man build. We've talked about a small number of themed ad groups, and this is about to get very, very interesting here, Chris. I think the more simple you go with Google Ads, the more complex you can be because if you had a huge campaign with tons and tons of ad groups and changing bids all the time and that kind of stuff, and then you wanted to try layering on targeted audience or you wanted to try pure broad keywords, it's hard to implement ideas and changes like that. So willy nilly, you know, um, when you have huge campaigns going on. Um, but if you can keep the core structure simple, the core idea simple, you can do anything with Google Ads because the reason I say that is because the two we just looked at, those are really 
those are very unique strategies for two unique clients. And I'm telling you, that is not something where you can just read a blog article and go, oh, I'm going to do these high funnel keywords for my remodeling company, but I'm going to do max clicks so I keep the cost per click cheap, but I'm going to target only higher income areas, but I'm not going to do income targeting. And even though they're higher funnel keywords, that's the kind of customer I want. Even though my conversion rate is going to be low, I'm going to get the perfect customer. You can't just read a blog about Google ads and then come up with that. And then alternatively on this uh, software, the whole like layering on target audiences, pure broad, very interesting. And so my, my, my biggest takeaway is that the, the more simple you go with your, your core structure and just basically being humble about your structure, the, the more creative you can get in terms of finding the perfect solution for your, your unique business. So that's a big kind of secret of Google ads for me. Okay. Well, thanks for listening guys. We're going to jump into our paid section, our premium section, where we talk with patrons. If you'd like to join us, paidsearchpodcast.com, click on the Patreon link and it's very affordable. $2. You can join us. Uh, but if not, we'll catch you next week. And, uh, Hey, thanks for listening. 